Hey guys, and Merry Christmas. I just wanted to start off the episode with that. If you are like me and you celebrate Christmas, because this episode is special to me, because of course, if you don't know this, I have solo episodes on the last Monday of every single month. And this one is called Ending the Silence. And I specifically chose that name because I was wanting to share with you guys a talk that I gave this month when I'm recording this in November, and it was for an organization called NAMI. So if you guys are not familiar with NAMI, they are the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and they have incredible resources. They offer individuals or family members who have loved ones that live with different kinds of mental illnesses. And really, I've been able to work with them now for the past three years on helping them with some of these courses, programs, events that they have in the local area here where I live in Arizona. And a series that they have that is really impactful and really powerful is called Ending the Silence, where they have people with living with different mental illness come on and share their experiences and primarily talk about what their story is, what has been helpful, what steps they've taken to prioritize their mental health and what is next on the horizon for them in terms of continuing the work that they're doing and the progress that they've made and just really being able to do what the presentation is called, which is ending the silence around mental illness and helping others be able to see the value in their own stories and understand that it is possible to live a fulfilling, successful, and happy life with mental illness. And I wanted to share this with you guys because I gave this talk on in November. So if you guys are not following me on Instagram, that is the number one place that you can go to connect with me. I will have it linked in the show notes. It is my account at live well bipolar. And if you are following me, then you guys probably already saw a video that I had posted on there and I will, it's pinned on my profile. It's a picture of me walking with my name on the cover of it. And that was actually created by my videographer, Joe Sean, who came out to the event and was able to put together a little clip showcasing what this is all about and really why this is so important for me to talk to you guys about this is because I love to do these short episodes at the end of every single month to give you guys a highlight of how my month has gone, what I have been working on and really where I'm sitting at right now in this place in my life, in terms of living with bipolar disorder, what's going well, what's not, and really what's been helpful. So something that is an incredible resource that I have been so lucky to work with NAMI for the past three years now is this talk, Ending the Silence. And I was able to do this this month in November and be able to speak about my experiences going all the way from before I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, my hospitalization, coming out of the hospital, back into my normal life and routine, and then what it was like to go back and work at the same hospital that I was a patient at. And, you know, just my journey over the years and really how I was able to defeat the stigma that lived inside of myself to even be able to be in a position to tell my story. Because if you guys met me you know, five, six, seven years ago, I would never imagine being in front of a large group of people speaking about something like this because it took me a number of years to even be comfortable 
with the idea of starting this podcast. So this topic that I was talking about with ending the silence, I get into what it was like for me, you know, growing up and when, and something that I don't talk about as often, but I did recently speak about in a podcast episode that I was a guest on is really the sexual assault that took place when I was 15 years old and the ways in which that had impacted me and really caused a lot of negative thinking patterns, self-image and really destructive behaviors. And really I wanted to share all the parts of my story. And that's exactly what I did in this talk. That's exactly what I do on this podcast and inside of the experiences I share in my book, Crooked Illness as well. And really, I I talk about that in particular with the changes that I noticed in myself. And really, for to tell you guys what that was like, going from being, you know, very young, middle school, barely even starting high school, being a lot more outgoing and driven, participated in a lot of different groups, track, running, basketball, sports, would really study hard, get good grades, was very driven to do well in school and had my friend group that I would hang out with on the weekends and stuff like that. So pretty much like any regular kid that you can think of, but really noticing a huge shift following and even right before that sexual assault took place of just really shutting down internally. And then also with my relationships. So not wanting to do the things that I enjoyed as much and just really not even having awareness into this. I didn't have this awareness until much later in my life. When I'm looking back now, I can clearly see those shifts and those changes and how I just, I I felt like I didn't really have anything to contribute to to conversations, to anything with other people. And I really just wanted to be alone. And that's dangerous in terms of just that, value of isolating and not wanting to not thinking I can reach out for help and not even understanding how to articulate what is taking place inside of my mind and just the events leading up to that. So obviously going through a lot of that stuff that I talk about in the talk that I gave for ending the silence, and I will link it in the show notes for you guys that video that I'm talking about. So you can see a little clip of that talk that I gave that I was able to do through NAMI for their ending the silence program in November. And really I get in and I do want to say too, just, I get into a lot of things that have been very damaging, very sensitive topics along with the sexual assault, such as self-harm, suicidal thinking, ideation, like all of those things from a very early age and then getting into how that shows up in my life and the way in the actions I took because of that. So really, you know, I wanted to focus on also the things that were helpful. And I know I talk about a lot of that on this podcast for you guys, and you know, a lot of it, right? So what helps me is this community, this podcast, hearing about other people's stories and their experiences. But I had none of those tools. I had none of that insight from those early ages of 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, that was my hospitalization coming out of the hospital being 20, 21, and really not even fully starting the work that I do today to make these changes until I was right around 23 years old. 
So really not having any of those tools, not feeling like I did when I did have those people around me and I just didn't know where to access that information. And that I think is the most amazing thing about NAMI is they have so many free resources and also an opportunity for you guys as well that I want to share on this podcast. If you are local to the Phoenix, Arizona area, and you also live with a mental illness, it doesn't have to be bipolar disorder. And you want to speak about your experiences and share your story in terms of what has been helpful for you, the entire outline of here's where I was before my diagnosis. Here's where I was after here's what helped me. Here's the different obstacles and things that I'm still facing, or really what's making a difference for me. If you also want to do that, the chapter that I work with in NAMI, they are seeking out others to share their experiences as well. And these are paid opportunities. So I will have a link in this somewhere in this podcast and go connect with me on Instagram. And if you are listening to this and you are also local to this area, Phoenix in Arizona, and you are wanting to share your experiences, speak about this and do this kind of a presentation, then go follow me on Instagram. If you are not already and send me a DM and send me the message ending the silence. And then I will be able to share those details with you and connect you with the amazing team that I work with, and they can get you set up with helping to see if it's a good fit and what that would look like. So really, and I think this is important because they are not having enough speakers to send out to these different opportunities. And really there's a mixture of both. They do virtual talks, they do in person, and it ranges from talking with high school students, middle school students, different organizations in the field of mental health as well. And really just showcasing the things that NAMI is doing through these presentations by being able to put ourselves out there and say, I live with a mental illness. Here's my reality of what it's been like for me, but here's really what made a difference and what did make an impact to help inspire those sitting in that audience who might be either themselves struggling or know somebody who is either newly diagnosed with a mental illness or that they're wanting to have that insight from your story. Because each one of us has a story inside of us that is able to make an impact on people differently then we might think, and I'm still one of those people. I still struggle with this all the time, especially when I share my story. And even when I did this past month in November with NAMI at that ending the silence presentation is you have those thoughts that can come up where you feel like, who am I to be up here speaking about this? Should I even be talking about this? Why is this going to make a difference? Why is it going to matter? And I tell you every single time that I have the opportunity to work with NAMI and share my stories through these presentations, I am never disappointed. It helps me so much and it helps me connect with other people. That's the process of what has helped me the most is that aspect of connection and learning other people's stories and being able to give value from my experiences, because each one of us can give value in a different way 
that will hit home for someone in that audience differently than if I were to do it, or if someone else were to do it, it's always going to be a different level of impact for who is listening. So I really wanted to share with you guys just how excited and thankful I am for just the work that I've been able to do with NAMI through their ending the silence presentations that they put on and just how much I look back on my life. And if I was in middle school, high school, whatever age, and I was sitting in a room where they had this possible, where someone could come out and I could hear from someone else who lives with mental illness, whether it's also bipolar disorder like me or a different mental illness and see what helped them and what made a difference, it would have made an impact for me because I can tell you guys, I spent so many years not knowing anyone else who lived with bipolar because I didn't talk about it. I didn't share it. I didn't advertise it anywhere. There was no podcast. I had never published my book. And I only started learning about other people who lived with bipolar after I started my podcast almost four years ago. And since that moment, it has been nothing but hugely impactful for me to feature these stories and these conversations and really be able to go out and tell my story and see the ways in which it can help these different audiences and it can make an impact because really there's always going to be moments and days when I feel like it's not going to make an impact and it's not going to be meaningful or have any kind of way to make a change for somebody. And that goes back to defeating those negative thought spirals that we can sometimes get into. And the more that I've been able to do this work, the less that shows up for me. And really I will share in the show notes for you guys. If you are not already connected with me on Instagram, you can go connect with me there. I will have that video linked to give you guys a little view on what my talk looked like with NAMI for ending the silence. And again, if you are local to the Phoenix, Arizona area, please send me a DM message on Instagram and at livewell bipolar and say ending the silence. And I can go ahead and get you connected with the team that I work with because they are looking for more volunteers, speakers to share their stories through this ending the silence presentation, because your story has tremendous value and it will make a change for someone sitting in that audience. And even if you don't want to share your story through the Ending the Silence program, you guys can work with the chapter of NAMI that I work with, Valley of the Sun. They have incredible courses that they offer for individuals, families uh, with loved ones living with mental illness. They have great programs they put on events that you can get involved with as well. So don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram and also subscribe to my newsletter. It is linked in my bio on Instagram. It is called, there's, I actually have a free resource. It's a free bipolar wellness workbook that you guys can go download as well. And then you will have access to my email list where I will also send out an email about this episode here with all the ways I told you to connect with me and a little bit more information and breakdown on what is ending the silence 
and what was my experience like presenting for them and why I want to encourage you guys to share your stories as well, if you are comfortable with that. And again, there is never any pressure for me to go out and share your stories. If you are not wanting to do that, if that is not something that speaks to you, but if it is, I'm always here to help facilitate that connection to the great team that I work with at NAMI Valley of the Sun to help get you guys set up to do that presentation. And really it's changed my life. They've helped make an impact for me and they've helped show me how meaningful my work is with Live Well Bipolar and with being able to connect with you guys. So Again, I am wishing you guys a Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas and you are listening to this because it is Christmas when this episode is coming out. And again, please make sure to connect with me on Instagram at livewellbipolar. Send me a message if you want some more information on getting set up with this paid speaking opportunity with NAMI. I will love to help connect you. And again, guys, thank you so much for making the time to show up do the work, want to learn more about what does it look like to craft the life that I want when it comes down to living well with bipolar. So I love you guys. And until the next one, I will see you in the new year in 2024. So hope you guys enjoy the rest of your holidays and this season of life. And thank you so much for being here. All right. Love you guys. Bye.